Hello, and welcome to Androids and Assets. I'm Stephen. And I'm Marshall. Androids and Assets is the show where we discuss the decision-making structure, the wealth, re- the wealth redistribution policies, and the conflict resolution of fictional societies. And today we are turning our eyes to the far-off planet of Cybertron. Or, or Earth. I mean, <laughs> and then Earth. Uh, mostly Earth. We've really been bothered by... From I mean, myself personally, I've been bothered by the politics of Autobot Decepticon uh, position for years. <laughs> uh, it's because it's, you know, it's one of those things where like it, the struggle between the Autobots and the Decepticons is always characterized as a war, right? It's always like the war between the Autobots and the Decepticons. And when you're talking about a war, that always implies politics, right? I don't have a war. Marshall and I get into a fist fight. It's not a war, Right. It is about politics, though. It would be about politics. But we don't have, like, we don't have, like, a political... There's no, like... Even if we're discussing politics, even if our argument is about politics, it's not a properly political struggle. We can't have a war. You and I can't go to war. No, no, I mean, like, I I have tried to declare war on you, but the UN said it was uh, an invalid declaration. Yeah, right. Me not being a nation state. Yeah, so your battalions remain idle. That's right. (laughs) One day, though... (laughs) You watch your back. We are really getting down into Decision 2020, Decepticons versus Autobots. I mean, so Stephen uh, says that he has been troubled by the, the politics uh, of, of the Decepticons and, and the Autobots. I, on the other hand, uh, have never been troubled by the politics of it because I am a devoted follower of the Autobots and I don't have to question the politics of them. I know that the Autobots are right and I know the Decepticons are wrong. And I will fight to my last breath till those Decepticons are wiped out. You're right. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. 100%. Yeah. All, all of them and all of their supporters. Yeah. Okay. That's... Root and branch. Whoa. All right. So we have very strong Autobot support here. Politics don't matter. Uh, <laughs> well, my uh, beliefs are well, and this Well, and this, I think, gets down to something really, uh, really kind of interesting. Because I guess uh, for us, for me, I'm increasingly seeing this coming election in the U.S., and, and maybe who knows maybe the election, the surprise election in Canada uh, that we might get here in a couple of weeks. Who knows? Who, who knows? Uh, as kind of being, uh, you know, kind of partisan politics tends to function in in much the same way, because you know it, these. Uh, although the, even though there are always politics happening, decisions are being made. You know, nations or in the case of the Transformers, planets are being managed, um, but. Often, like be, then, the nature of the conflict uh, tends to erase that. I don't know, like uh, <laughs> somehow, and I don't just mean like this is like oh, we need to come together both sides of the aisles. I, I'm actually saying the opposite of that. I'm saying there needs to be like a people need to actually drill into like the the things that situate the, what are the politics and then actually engaging with the politics in a way that transcends the the. The partisanship uh, yeah. is is more important because uh, I, I think what you're saying is that the 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 Democrats and the Republicans, when they hold policy positions, they are remarkably similar. Yeah, uh, they they remain in in deadlock and in partisan like struggle for dominance to fight for the same thing. Yeah, but, but yeah. it's most important that one side or the other yeah, yeah, make was, the result yeah. that the other side also wants but has to you know give a full-throated 
opposition to because it's not me doing it it's them doing it yeah but i would do the exact same thing yeah they're arguing about who's driving basically right right even though they're even though the destination is the same exactly uh and i think this is something that really bears out in in transformers and it certainly is like very confused i mean the pause yeah it's very confusing in the in the movies uh, and then we get i guess we get ostensibly some clarity inside the in the in the recent netflix series war for cybertron but also not clarity so i I guess first of all we need to we need to kind of break down this concept of politics um what what are they right so politics are really like the way that people mediate um mediate their their world and their society right so how do people organize themselves how do you make decisions how do you distribute scarce resources um who gets to do what who gets to go where those kinds of things right that's those are all kind of things that belong to the realm of politics and one of the things that happens in war for cybertron is you know the the only thing you know is that uh, the autobots are now marginal used to be the dominant group became the marginal group um and that uh at some point the decepticons have some and that the, the, the two sides have some grievance with each other but the content of that grievance is never uh, clarified there's some aspect to which I guess the Decepticons have like risen up. So it's actually like nominally counter-revolutionary in the sense that like the, the Autobots used to be on top and the Decepticons were dissatisfied with that arrangement. So they rose up and that's somehow bad. Like there's, and, and then I guess in the, the Decepticons arrogance and, and brutality uh, violates, I don't know, a, a broader civility or something that they hold uh, sacred or valuable. I mean, the Decepticons always seem to be driven more by, uh, you know, a sense of might makes right uh, and greed. So, yeah. And, but, and they, but interestingly, the opposition to this by the Autobots is to prove them wrong by crushing. Them. Yeah, with, with force of with force of arms. Yeah, yeah. That like only only by might destroying. makes right, and that's the wrong lesson. <laughs> and you're gonna learn it. When I pummel you, <laughs> yeah, and then, and then so kind of like what happens then inside the Transformers, the Michael Bay Transformers movies, of which I think really, I mean, it gets so so remarkably muddled <laughs> by the third one. Um, but really, I think just focusing on the first one, wherein they they the uh, Transformers come to Earth to find the lost Allspark, which is set up again in the context of the show as being like the very epicenter of their species and the source from which all like the source from which their species can reproduce and, and continue itself into the future. So, uh, and, and to which, you know, the, in the climax of the movie, Optimus Prime destroys the all spark effectively ending the Autobot species or the, the transformer species, both sides. Um, so as to prevent it from falling into Megatron's hand and basically says like, and this is, in the movie, stylized is like a very good thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, <laughs> I will make this sacrifice that we all die so that you're not in charge because I've done such a good job of things so far. Yeah, this is like, and this is, I mean, this is a very, confu- this is a very confusing position to have. <laughs> I was like, you know, you essentially like these, I mean, and the Transformers are, you know, particularly in like the, 
live action movie version like exceptionally base vulgar just genocidal uh and very war focused and i mean you know and we think about these people as like robots you do also the situation where you have a planet of robot people uh you know what what do they have to be political about right like i mean in the sense the things that drive politics on earth are like you know like land, food, access to money, economic opportunity, education, uh, child, you know, child rearing opportunities, you know, that kind of stuff. Uh, none of that exists for the Autobots ostensibly, right? Uh, their needs are energon. And then I guess they want, ro- I don't know, roads and like cool, cool ramps to do ollies and shit on. I don't know what, I don't know what Transformers do. Uh, I mean, they probably want to control huge tracts of land. The sure. same, the same yeah. as you and I do. Yeah. And there's only so much land uh, on Cybertron, mm-hmm. so it, it's best that you know the Autobots are in control of the land. They're going to make good stewardship decisions. Right. No tragedy of the commons for them. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> uh, These are all going to be toll roads, and they're going to be profitable. <laughs> as is right and good. Toll roads are the solution to all of our woes. Yeah. Yeah. So you have so I guess like the on so in this in this scenario we're pausing that like the Autobots are neoliberals. Uh and then but classical like, liberals. Yeah, classical liberals. And then and then the Decepticons are what, like a neoconservative agenda or like maybe libertarians. Libertarian. <laughs> yeah, absolutely libertarian. Right. So, yeah, yeah. So in the fight between uh liberals and libertarians, um, you know, uh, no matter who wins, we lose. <laughs> yeah. I mean I, Presumably, there's there are some transformers that are not soldiers. Yeah, we've we've never met them. Yeah. No, we've never met them. Yeah. But the, presumably, there are some transformers that are not soldiers that just go out harvesting energon. You know, mm-hmm. they're just they're just energon workers trying to uh, preserve the way of life on Cybertron. That are going out, you know, producing necessary energon, clean energon. <laughs> <laughs> Far cleaner energon than than you would get yeah. uh, if if we were to get energon from the the Decepticons. If the Decepticons were in control, we'd be getting the dirtiest, most unethical energon we've ever had, and and that's just unacceptable. Right. So you know the Autobots are out there fighting for the little guy who's just known this way of life of being an energon worker in your energon sector for years. Right, and the Autobots are going to make sure that that way of life is preserved, and that they're able to make a living for their families. That they get a little bit of energon to take home at the end of the day, to put on the table to feed their families, and and raise some good Transformer children. You know, yeah. send them to Transformer school. And and the Decepticons are trying to take that all away from us. That's what I'm saying. Right. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So. Uh- yeah, so he just it's just very very confusing. Uh, yeah, because you can do this extended metaphor, but all all, all it is is projection fundamentally. Because uh, in in the in the canon space of Transformers, the Autobots are the space onto which you can project whatever political positions you agree with, uh, and you get to project onto the Decepticons the positions you are antagonistic to. Have you heard the Decepticons' voices? Yeah, I mean, Starscream's a total bitch. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes, Megatron! Exactly. <laughs> the, the voice gives it away. You know that they're bad people. Mm-hmm. That's a fact. This, I think, is my really, like, and to the extent to which we could do a show about this. Like, I think the function that 
that this dysfunction that we're in is just like there's like an aesthetic an aesthetic wouldn't you uh, much rather at- attribution joe biden in the white house yeah, I mean, Joe Biden is known to possess the matrix of leadership <laughs> that Obama gave to him. <laughs> because because Biden will, you know, he will look the part of a president. He'll be respectful to people around him. He will be, you know, coherent when he gives a speech. <laughs> I hope. You're pushing, you're pushing. <laughs> I mean, that last, that one, you, uh, I mean, we can be, fi- we, yeah, we're 50-50 yeah, yeah. on whether that's going to actually happen yeah. or not. You know, he he will be, he'll follow the the um, um, the unwritten rules. Yeah, it's called. civility. What he'll restore called? civility. Unwritten rules, um, norms, traditions. Yeah, uh, there's a particular word for unwritten rules. Yeah, I mean that meme of March Simpson being like, "It's true, but he shouldn't say it." Conventions, conventions. Uh, that's the word. He'll follow the conventions. Um, which I think sometimes are also written. (laughs) (laughs) We talked about it, and I think we all agree. We talked about it in Geneva, and (laughs) that unwritten Geneva Convention that everyone just sort of knows and follows. We all know and follow it. Like, you you don't violate the Geneva Convention. It's not not written down. It's a convention. (laughs) God, it's late. (laughs) All right. You know it when you violate it. Yeah. <laughs> you like Scalia with pornography. You know you know it's been violated when you see it. Um uh yeah, so this is this is sort of it though. Like uh, you know, Joe Biden will be a better president because he will look like a president. He yeah. will act like a president. Or or if you're in the Trump camp, Trump will be a good president because he is looks like someone who's going to drain the swamp. Right. Yes. right? And yes, talks absolutely. like someone who's going to who's an outsider and yeah. will make things and who's make will make big change and depending on how queued up you are whatever else secret spiritual warfare he's conducting. Yes. But um, both of them will bring, you know, uh, um, business executives into key decision-making contexts in which there are conflicts of interest and wealth will flow into the hands of the already wealthy. Uh Average, median Americans uh, will, you know, well, they're, get they're, raked over the coals. Yeah, black pe- black people will continue to get shot. The wars will continue to get fought. Uh, none of those positions and things that you know that the actual political discourse, you know, uh, seems to care about will will continue. Uh, will, will change meaningfully. Uh, based on on that position, and so this is the kind of thing that happens, right? It's you, know, you just get like uh, you get the the choice in this election is largely aesthetic, and it's kind of based on just your base assumptions um, and who gets to be what side. Uh, and th- this is like, and so in this sense, like Transformers is very instructive, I guess, um, about how we kind of see conflict or how conflict was sort of like political struggle is characterized. Um, you know, as being as being like a bipartisan and an aesthetic uh, <laughs> difference. Yeah, I mean, largely. Like, there are, I think, there are differences between uh, the the Republicans and the Democrats in some ways, right? The there are at least Democrats who who are trying uh, for a more just United States. Sure. Um, and and they're continuously stabbed in the back. Oh, you know, I mean, they're, they're largely they are stymied by the yeah. the uh, establishment. Um, and I think, in some ways, like the Democrats will 
they will make changes that make life marginally better for people instead of marginally worse. Yeah, sure. Like Obamacare is Obamacare is better than being than having millions of Americans who are actually just literally uninsurable. Right. Uh, but it's it's also not a single payer universal health care program yeah. that everyone wants. It yeah. like it, it didn't end medical bankruptcies in the United States, but it reduced them. Like it was a yeah. it was a step in the right direction. It was a it was a small step and it you know so like I so the Democrats are, are like the Autobots in that yes, people will still continue to die. Uh, and and be harmed, largely through well-meaning but misdirected actions, like the Autobots. When they're fighting the Decepticons, they still blow up buildings. They still step on cars and crush people. But they were doing it to protect you, right, rather than enslave you. The Decepticons are actively aiming to kill you. Right. And you die. Yeah. The Autobots are trying to protect you, and you die. So, like, <laughs> you still die either way. Right, yeah. But, like, the intention behind it was good. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I think this is, this is this kind of, this, and this is the status of, like, kind of the political discourse, right? And then this notion that there is, like, that, you know, what, do you, what, what, what else are you going to do, right? Um this notion then that I think like the the notion then that there is no there is no other option or no other way of doing politics right there's only voting in the partisan structure um that's the only way that politics can be performed or in the case of the Autobots only by going out and fighting this endless war again <laughs> can, can, can politics be be uh, be actualized I don't, and I don't know what the analog is for it in in uh the Transformers right but there is a lot of like really good political action that happens at community levels um, and more localized politics yeah. that stays away from sort of the, the horse and pony show of presidential politics. And it's just like, you know what? Here is an actionable thing that we can accomplish. Yeah. People could get Ilan Omar to Congress. Yeah. Yeah. People did that. Yeah. Democrats. Democrats did that, you know, so like they, they have some of those progressive people there. Um, and, and Republicans, you know, also do this. That's why the majority of state, uh, governance is now Republican, right? Because they went out and said, this is an important thing to us and we're going to make that happen. Mm -hmm. Um, And so both sides can do like localized politics to change things. Yeah. Um, and both do that that at the federal level is sort of like not necessarily seen or or noticed mm-hmm. um but but localized like there are political alternatives to just running for yeah. president well, yeah and 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 and, 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 and <laughs> none of it and none of it changes that there's just a large number of Americans who what they want is awful <laughs> right like, i mean there is that there's too, just yes. actually there's just actually a large number of people who want a neoliberal hell world. Right? That's like, or, or at least believe that that's what they want. Yeah. Um, or I mean, maybe maybe this is like too insidious, but there are people who would rather remain in a bad place because there are people in a worse place than to see everyone brought to a better place. It's the Optimus Prime decision, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's the, it's I'd the, rather you know, burn yeah. it all down, yeah, than to see us both get better. 
Yeah, and I think and again, it is a driving force in American politics. Uh, it seems to be, and again, a, a bipartisan, a completely bipartisan position, <laughs> not, and not and not and not applied in the direction of like Democrats would rather see all of America burn down than see the Republicans win. It's more they would like that's actually directed at in in their class structure, right? Like, yeah, 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 um, yeah. They're they're so called middle class. <laughs> that, that everyone and no one is a part of, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> is the middle class growing? Is, yeah. it shrinking? is it shrinking? Who knows? Oh, no. What is a middle class? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It all depends on who yeah. you put in it. Yeah. Uh, but but anyway, regardless, they're a good thing in and of themselves existing. <laughs> and and decisions that are not in their interest, whatever those are, are bad decisions. <laughs> and decisions that are in the interest of the middle class are good decisions. Again, whatever those are. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So this, I guess, where like it kind of becomes like then you can kind of transpose it like, and this is why like the conflict in Transformers is actually, and particular this becomes particularly pernicious in War for Cybertron that the conflict in in Transformers is actually a class struggle being mediated through a partisan political system, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> and it serves no one. <laughs> Ultimately, well, it serves uh, the ruling class. Well, it serves, it serves the ruling class, which is which, which again, which I think one thing you find in Transformers is that they're actually very close, yes, with each other, right? They have more in common with themselves than they necessarily do to their ranks, um, you know. And 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 Transformers ends up being weirdly reactionary and con- and deeply conservative <laughs> because the concept is that someone has upset the traditional balance of power, and that's the problem, yes, um, which is like wild to think about it so if you, if you apply if you apply any level of like critical thought to the transformers franchise i mean you either you either just like be like this is entirely stupid and give up or you you stick with it and you work through it to its horrifying logical conclusions <laughs> uh, as i and then you go mad as i have done <laughs> i so i i think um maybe the lesson here is to abstain from the well maybe not abstain from but but don't only fight the war between the Autobots and the Decepticons, right? Uh, you know, step outside of that war every once in a while and, and think about what is actually important to you and why you got into this war in the first place. Like, what what are you actually trying to achieve? And are there maybe other ways for you to go about that goal? Are there, are there a group of, of like-minded individuals in your city that you can pair up with? You know, something like free transit Edmonton. Like, you know what? This is an important issue to me. I'm going to go out and volunteer with them. Uh, you know, there might be other, like, poverty organizations that you can go out and help with or seniors care associations that you can go and volunteer with to, like, make things better and, and make some small changes and, and fight for realistic and viable policy change that, you know, both the Autobots and the Decepticons will say, yeah, absolutely. You know what? No one should have to pay to ride Destructo bus. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> it should be a free ride on Destructo bus. That's, that's just how it is. Uh, I feel like the Decepticon bus would be called something like Mugger or something. <laughs> <laughs> like it'd be really, like it'd be really like a, a real slant, a real slam on uh, 
on mass transit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. I think, would. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, the Decepticon, the Autobots, all being cars. Like, first. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So, like, like, don't just give up on the war because I think it's still vital that the Autobots win. Uh, but, but don't give up the reason that you got into the fight to win that war. That's not worth it either. Yeah, and I and, and I I don't know. Like I think I I agree with what you're saying ostensibly, except I think like I don't know if it's essential that the, that the Autobots win. <laughs> uh, like you know, and like there's other there's other types of fights too. Like you know, like I think and I guess drop dropping dropping the cipher altogether and just going into electoral politics. Like um, I feel like there's like if you're good, like there tends to be this thing about there's this huge distraction about political horse racing. It's like, who's going to win? Who are you going to vote for? It's important that you vote strategically or you like to, you know, things. You I know. think that's less um, important in American. Politics. Yes. <laughs> yeah. For sure enough. Yeah. Well, because yeah, because they, well, I mean, strategic voting is not a thing in American politics because they've killed the third party option. That's right. Uh, discursively. And, and I think like my, the thing I, <laughs> if I were an American, uh, which I'm not. Be clear. <laughs> what? That's a really big crime to say you're a U.S. citizen and you're not. It's a really like, or to even allow people to believe you're a U.S. citizen when you are not. Apparently, oh, man. it's a huge, huge crime. Uh, so, so, which interesting. As we established, I will not commit a crime. Well, I won't commit a crime in Canada anyway. <laughs> um, we have an extradition treaty. They might send. We you. do have an extradition treaty. <laughs> uh, but, so, you know. what are you being sent to the United States? I uh, I allowed people to believe I was American. <laughs> <laughs> I'm being rightly dragged for this. Uh, yeah. So, all to say, like my my advice to American people is like is like I think you can revive the third party option, right? Uh, you know, I think there's like you know there is. <laughs> Maybe in the long term, but yeah. not by November. No, no, but like you, but I think like, but it has to, it has to start. Like you know, if people, if if third parties start to experience, like if if even if third parties, like even if, you know, like the PSL and the Greens, um, you know, like make massive gains, even if they don't form a government, like that will start to create. Because again, whoever wins from the two major parties, it is a dark dark outcome uh you know that then that begins to create the the sense that a third party could be viable and that's how i think like and that's how i think like an actual meaningful electoral change could happen or the other thing is yeah like do what marshall's doing which i think is just break away <laughs> like you know like like you know you need to form and that you know thing you actually have to do is just also then start organizing in parallel political structures right you have to like and start advocating and organizing on a community level and then start agitating uh through non-electoral politics and <laughs> doing doing politics proper in your in your community and in your workplace um and creating ways of resisting then federal state power I guess. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, like which, more now more than ever it's important to join a union because you know people are going to be using uh covid and and uh the the crisis that we're in to you know remove decision-making authority and, and centralize it in in uh, ways that will benefit themselves and you know joining a union is a way to say actually i'd like us you know this group of people here to be making these decisions uh not you and and effectively you know have a voice of of a collective that will push back against that um, and that's important 
Yeah, and then you can engage in po- and then you can engage in the politics and not the and <laughs> not the war, right? Yeah, you can, yeah, uh, and, and and you and you potentially save you know, and, and then you actually get to have some control and some power over then what those political outcomes are, right? And it's not just a massive abdicating of responsibility to someone, largely again, largely on aesthetic grounds, and the hope that and the hope that that will translate into a better world for you in some way. Um, and I think this is something that applies to like, you know, and this something that applies to both sides. Like, you know, I, I don't think like, I mean, thank God maybe, but I don't think like die in the wool evangelical uh, Republicans really get what they want, right? Like gay people are not illegal in the U S uh, not yet. Like, you know, and I, and I don't yet. think Donald Trump's their guy to do that. Like, you know, I, no. I yeah. Um, yeah, I don't think that's. He'll take their votes, just, but I think yeah, yeah, but you, of, you don't you don't really get what you want either. Um, so it's like, I guess the thing that's different is the die in the wool evangelical Republican is doing politics by another name because they are out there organizing in militia, right? <laughs> they they are yep. they are organized they 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 are doing uh you know they are actually participating in and trying to take over unions, right, and yep. create like a regressive you know trying to create reactionary propagate reactionary politics in their unions and to racialize their workplaces. Um, you know, they are out there, you know, formulating protests and doing things. And, and yeah. And as much propaganda. as like people like to look at their protest signs and, and sort of giggle at them at like how, I don't know, backwards they seem. And I like, it's good that we look at them as being backward. Uh, but you know, politics is often just a game of repetition, right? The more you see and hear a message, the more likely it is to be viewed by our primitive human ape brains as being true. So they kind of get that. Of like, all I have to do is just keep telling people this thing over and over again, and they'll believe it. Uh, so we just also have to be, you know, cognizant of that and repeat our message more than they can repeat theirs. The Kyle Rittenhouse incident in the U.S. Uh, is really indicative of the fact that, like, the other side is not playing by any set of rules recognizable, right? In any way, shape, or form, they are they are writing a new playbook for doing politics now, and and and, and they are also leveraging existing power structures, right, and parallel uh, structures to the state. Uh, they're not they're not just they're not sitting at home agonizing over whether who they're going to vote for. They know who they're going to vote for, and they know where they're going to show up with their guns to create selective pressures as well. So, and I'm not saying this necessarily translated into like left get guns because I'm not saying that that's, I'm, I'm not, 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 I'm not saying not, that. not saying that, but I'm not saying that necessarily like that's it, but something's got to, you know, there, a lot has to be done and it's very difficult because there's no, um, no one's ever been in this exact situation before. So you got, you're kind of got to write your own playbook and your own rules for this. Um, that are very context dependent. Because the thing is, yeah, it's like, but certainly sitting around and like being like trying to find the electoral option or like trying to agonize over how to sort that out or reconcile that uh, is not a, is a suboptimal use of your time. (laughs) Vote or don't vote. We don't care. (laughs) But I mean, preferably vote. (laughs) But if you don't vote, I'm not going to like pillory you. So yeah. And that, and that, you know, the real war is not the election. That's right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The real war is actually the 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 the, the fight for the distribution of energon. That's right. <laughs> Inside. That's right. Yeah. So don't don't let the uh, 
don't let the sideshow of the Autobot Decepticon distinction uh, <laughs> allow you to be misled <laughs> and let your political energies be siphoned off into some inane and pitiless struggle. <laughs> if you uh, enjoy this uh, podcast, you can hear more uh, at androidsandassets.ca. We have our entire uh, repertoire there for your listening pleasure. You can uh, find us on Twitter at AssetDroid. Uh, or you can email us, uh, info at androidsandassets.ca. We'd love to hear your feedback uh, and uh, any suggestions or, or critiques that you have of the show. You know, we are absolutely open to recommendations and, and requests. So, uh, you know, hit us up uh, with, with those. And the next time you're playing Call of Duty with 14-year-olds, you can uh, turn this show on and show them that, you know, uh, it's not all about the war. That's not how you're going to win. It's uh, it's more about uh, getting out there and uh, doing good things. <laughs> <laughs>